I got bitten in the face <laughs> by an ant, and I think the YouTube peeps can see it. I think it has faded now. Yeah. But I will post a picture. It's a little. Uh, yeah. What's the word? I don't know. It's a little blown. Okay. Yeah. So I'll post a picture on our Instagram, and I am yeah. calling it Cersei, because Cersei? it yeah because yeah. it's a it's a hateful hateful creature. Oh. And if you have uh, yeah. suggestions, name suggestions, then let us know. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, welcome yeah. back to the channel. No. I say channel because we are on YouTube too. Yeah. But welcome back to the pod <laughs> and the YouTube channel. Which again, if you haven't uh watched listening to our last episode, then we are now on YouTube. Yeah. And we're so excited that you can see our faces. <laughs> um. And yeah, uh-huh. we are here with another creepy mm. episode. This mm. week. Was a oh. week, guys. It was for the struggle. It's yeah. Do we wanna start and then I'll yeah. <laughs> a cyclone hit us. Yeah. Yeah. It was really terrible. It was so terrible. Now we have been in similar situations mm. before. The there were a few cyclones which were going to hit our area, yeah. but they didn't. So uh we had never seen anything mm. like it before so it was really like ground breaking and yeah. shocking for us <laughs> to go through that so our locality and our mm. building is actually it's not extremely close to a water body yeah. but the water body is not too far either yeah so the winds were so freaking uh harsh yeah. a grill fell a window grill which is like so scary all the trees fell yeah, yeah so mo- many trees all. yeah it was a huge disaster yeah. and yeah if you were living in an area which mm. was affected by this cyclone that hit mumbai india yeah. and gujarat and some of the other western Karnataka. states yeah Kerala. Then we sang love and wishes mm. to you. Well, wishes to yeah. you because we kick close to home. There was like no yeah. electricity for two days. Kick. <laughs> we were no going internet. mad. Yeah, we were going a little mad <laughs> by yeah. the end of it. Uh, so yeah, that was that was basically what our yeah. week was. Um, again, internet to get uh also was so so mm. slow. Not good. Yeah, not good. So we don't know when the situation will probably be mm. all right in the next coming days, yeah. but we are hoping for the best. So that yes. was our week. <laughs> thanks to Lewis. Thanks oh. for listening to our little rank. <laughs> and yeah, again, so we have our story yes. from the book. What's the book? Ghost of the Silent Hills. Yeah, we are narrating stories from this book. Again, mm. if you haven't listened to the last episode, you probably won't get. the first section yeah. or segment of this episode so you should go back and listen to that and uh, let's give a little recap do you even remember um i think so th- there's this new principal yeah. who uh who principal, principal couple yeah principal couple <laughs> principal couple <laughs> principal and his wife. wife okay so the writer's dad is shifting away he's being yeah. transferred from to shimla yeah has been and he is being replaced by the kulkarnis yeah. and they have just uh entered I mean yeah land again yeah, this, landed in uh, this area this area and mrs kulkarni was actually quite uh, happy yeah please <laughs> and now they have They have started to feel yeah, a little like she's a little scared. Yeah, spook. So we are going to continue. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's begin. This was like a huge, very long <laughs> intro. It's all right. <laughs> okay. So they spent the entire day. Now this is after dinner. After dinner, the couple retired to the cottage as the long journey and the hectic activities of the day had worn them out. 
also because mrs kulkarni was like uh, going yeah. giggling and going uh, what the like skipping around the area yeah. so she probably is like so gag <laughs> i don't know how she got got that energy cuz i can't <laughs> uh they went to bed around 10 and the long day skyness immediately overtook their conscious minds sometime at midnight mrs midnight oh my gosh oh uh-huh. mrs kulkarni woke up with a jolt something had woken her up from her deep sleep she couldn't be sure of what it was there was absolute stillness around the only sound she could hear was coming through the window of <laughs> i burped so <laughs> we're not going to cut that out it's very again normal very, yeah <laughs> real podcast uh they through the window of rustling of leaves in a mild breeze she had never come never she had never in her entire life experienced such intense silence where one could even hear the sound of a soft breeze well we just experienced yeah. something similar <laughs> but the sound of the breeze was not mild <laughs> um though she had a hunch that it was a louder sound that had woken her up someone had spoken to her almost into her ears oh my god an angry voice oh no no maybe no. it was a dream uh, which they I think i don't think so <laughs> but then aunt her husband suddenly murdered in his sleep he then began thrashing his arms around trying to lash out at something that was strange in their married life of 14 years he had never done that she sat up alarmed honey what's wrong she asked tenderly but then he calmed down he was probably very tired and anxious about his new job dismissing her anxiety as needless and not wanting to disturb him she softly got out of her bed and go to the bathroom she switched on a small torch that she had kept on the bedside table as she neared the bathroom door she felt something brush past her oh, i don't like this distinctly <laughs> someone had been in her way and as she approached the bathroom door it had moved to a side to let her pass my god this ghost is very scary and very oh my anomocal. god yeah <laughs> in the torch light she tried to pry around perhaps a cat had got inside the cottage how <laughs> we are yeah, just trying to yep. find a rational reason but she is she is not being successful i guess uh wondering at the strange sensation she went to use the toilet she was still inside when she heard her husband's annoyed voice telling someone not to trouble him Oh my god who was he speaking to he hurried she hurried back this time she decided to switch on the table lamp she should have done in the first place um uh, mr kulkarni was wide awake he chided her for pulling at his blanket and now switching on the lights oh. what's wrong with you i'm tired i have plenty of work to do in the morning He grumbled. She opened her mouth to explain, but he persisted. I deserved to be allowed some decent sleep. He then pulled the blanket uh, over his face and turned his back towards her. Okay, he's being a little dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mrs. Kulkarni <laughs> was surprised at this unjustified kicking off. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously. anyone would. Um, she hadn't even ventured near his bed. Annoyed, she switched off the light and slipped into her bed. I would have pushed the husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he would have to sleep in the on the couch for that night. <laughs> the moment uh, the cold darkness returned to the room, she distinctly heard some faint sounds. There was someone, something in the cottage. Something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Could be a cat. She recalled her thought. But why would it pull out her husband's blanket? She couldn't sleep anymore. 
The penetrating silence began to get on her nerves. Perhaps accepting this posting at such an isolated place mm-hmm. was not a good idea. <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> Back then, they had no idea it would be so desolate. She mused in the deadly silence of the night. She closed her eyes and tried to sleep. Creak. The bathroom door groaned at the hinges. I hate when oh, doors no. start banging. Yeah. I hate that. I cannot stand it. It's so scary. Um, her eyes flew wide open. Her heart jumped against her ribs. I was about to burp again. <laughs> <laughs> she had shut the door just a few minutes ago. Yeah, she turned to check on her husband, still with his back towards her. He was packed in his blanket and blissfully asleep. That's <laughs> it. <coughs> Recording this after dinner was not a good idea. Anyways, <laughs> the, where was I? This is so frustrating. The, she turned her head towards the door. Her heartbeat stopped. Ima, <laughs> it was wide open now. Someone was ah, standing there, facing her. Pink moonlight seeping through the curtains of the room revealed a flimsy womanish figure in a Woman? glowing dress. Yeah, I think Women. I've heard that before. Yeah, women. Last girl was the same like, ghost. I have no idea, but the last story that we narrated had like yeah. so many women, so many women ghosts, and here we have another one. Oh my god, so gah, gah, gah. But no more sound would emerge from her throat. She began to shake frantically. Was she dreaming? She shut and opened her eyes. The specter was gone. Yeah. She had perceived two frightful eyes, two dark holes staring at her, chilling her to her bones. But now, a black hollowness inside a rectangle frame of the open door just stared back at her. Who was she? Did I really see someone? Or was it just my imagination? Uh My god, I am going mad in this isolation. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's just one day and she's going mad. Yeah. Then, sounds from outside began to trickle in faint and feeble. They were sounds of the tables being laid and some distinct voices. Distinct, distinct voices. <laughs> she heard clinking of glasses followed by more sounds in unison, like some host, sorry, some toast being <laughs> offered. There were more indistinct noises and after that the next sound was absolutely clear. Someone said Bera Chailao, which translates to Bera bring tea. <laughs> ah, Chailao. Uh, yeah, I need chai. <laughs> um, a woman's voice followed Bera Idharao. Ah. So Bera seems like some kind of a servant, I feel yeah, like. I Idharao translates to come here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sound of faint laughter could be heard now. The voices had a distinct British accent. I want to know the history of yeah. this place. The, there must be something like British. That. Yeah. Perhaps these two people are closest to the cottage. Nevertheless, Maybe. the sounds were soothing to her ears. At least there was some human company. Mm. She could now hear Walt's music in the distance. Then she heard a male voice, Daphne, dance with me. Daphne! (laughs) Brings me back to Bridgerton, which we could make like a complete hate episode about that show. It was so bad. We couldn't get through it. Um, 
anyways moving on um i think we should go up for like you like bridge again or not yeah i'll put that on yeah Her mind began to work in different in a different direction. She was sure that some party was going on from which yeah. she and her husband had been excluded. I don't, I don't think they are real people. Of course they are. Because <laughs> yeah. Daphne is a old name. I don't yeah, good think point. anybody would name yeah. They can but it still feels like in the hilly areas it seems mm. Anyways, mm. that upset her. When she was at dinner, no one had mentioned a lake party to be held here. Not mm. even a hint. Who were these people? She had spent almost the entire day here and hadn't seen any foreigners. She couldn't contain herself mm. and voiced her opinion loudly to her husband and woke him up again. Dear, there's a party going on outside. I know I hear them perhaps the visitors arrived late Mr Kulkarni responded sleepily please sleep and let me sleep dear <laughs> Mr Kulkarni kind of sounds like me because sleep is very important to me so i would react in the same kind of way but your wife's worried yeah but then he also has a lot to do in the morning Yeah, I get that. They traveled so far. Yeah. Okay, we're getting sick okay. and it is not being productive because yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Kulkarni considered her husband's opinion for a while. And to her it seemed mm-hmm. a likely explanation for the late night party. Yeah, This was also a matter of worry. Her husband and she were modest people, not uh, not at all the party going types. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just like us. Yeah, same. I would much rather be inside with like a Netflix film, not a Netflix film, film, but film, some kind of a film and popcorn and oh, had never touched alcohol in their lives. Good. Oh. This place still seems under the British influence, though most of the British left the country ten years ago. Maybe mm-hmm. some still live here around this place. Maybe she lay in her bed, wide awake, reflecting. Lost in these thoughts, she began to drift into sleep. The sounds continued for a while. She had no idea for how long, and then slowly began to fade. Mrs. Kulkarni finally fell into a deep rested sleep. Next morning was unlike the previous one. Cobalt sky and cheerful sunshine welcomed the citizen. Residents. Citizen. How can I write that so wrong? Kulkarnis were up early, tired and green. The cottage didn't appear as cheerful as it had the previous day. Mm-hmm. There was an eerie sadness floating and filling the space. After the morning chores and the puja, the couple headed towards the main building. They wanted to eat their breakfast in the hostel mess, for they did not <laughs> want to burden my mother. But Ma insisted that they should lunch with them, mm-hmm. and they humbly accepted her invitation. Her mom is so kind. Mm-hmm. I am so touched. Love her. Yeah. After breakfast, Mr. Kulkarni joined Pa in the office. Mrs. Kulkarni did not go back to the cottage. Her <laughs> sixth sense was dissuading her from being there alone. <laughs> the specter that she had seen momentarily, momentarily last night was still unnerving her. Though she was still confused whether it was real or just her misgiving, so she whiled away her morning by scrolling in the terraced gardens around the main building. Ma had been very busy since the morning as we were to leave for our new destination the next day. She had once peeped through the window and seen Mrs. Kulkarni sitting alone in the garden, looking lost. Since her packing was more or less over, Ma walked down to spend some time with the lady. She also arranged for two cups of tea to be sent to them. 
Mrs. Kulkarni was too happy to have company. The ladies fell into normal chit-chat about their families. Tea arrived. Mrs. Kulkarni took a sip of the hot beverage and then kept the cup on the table. She hesitated and then raised the topic of the late night party to which she hadn't okay. been invited. How was last night's party, Mrs. Sharma? Is it customary to give late night parties here? No. What party are you talking about? Yeah. Ma stared at her, puzzled. Perhaps the students had had a party last night. Ma frowned and shook her head. She had been staying here for over a year and had no knowledge about any such activity having taken place the previous night or for that matter any other night at least not since she had been here. Oh. Mrs. Kulkarni, there has never been any late uh, night parties within the premises of this oh. institute. I knew this was gonna happen. My husband is not the type to arrange or even allow such parties. Seeing a mystified expression on her face, Ma continued, Wildflower Hall was a hotel once, when British ruled over us. They used to have parties here, enjoying life at the expense of us native Indians. But that's all over now. Mrs. Kulkarni had gone pale. She even shivered beneath her jumper and shawl. Ma continued, Though we do have formal get-togethers to celebrate festivals, Holi, Diwali or high evening so or he, evening high days for the guests once in a while, nothing more than that. Never. Yesterday night, there wasn't any party, neither at evening nor at night. Mm-hmm. Ma Mrs. Kulkarni's doubt with finality and took a few sips of tea. Mrs. Kulkarni stared at Ma with anxiety bordering on her fear. On fear. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Ma was unable to understand what was the matter with her. Was she somewhat crazy? <laughs> oh, no. There was complete silence for a while. Ma noted her whipping beads of sweat that had collected on her temples and wondered why she was so worked up. The staff and students have arranged for a farewell party for us leaving in the evening. And of course, you both will be our special guest. Ma tried cheering her, cheering her up. <laughs> that won't help, Ma. <laughs> that won't help, yes. That didn't help in easing Mrs. Kulkarni's anxiety. She <laughs> called that out. Yeah. Ma watched her looking around dazed, her eyes wide with fright. Then her eyes came to rest on the huge oak tree growing close to the bedroom window of the cottage. It was a massive tree, had presumably been there for centuries. She turned back or she turned back to Ma, Mrs. Kulkarni, there was definitely a party yesterday night. How? How? She assured rather fear for fervently, I don't know. Now there were lots of sounds of clattering of crockery clinking of glasses and foreigners calling out to waiters to serve them bera child out i i i very clearly heard someone ordering there was also music and dance and there was also a woman called daphne i clearly heard this all happening last night there is no question of being confused. Hmm. It was Ma's turn to stare at Mr. Kulk- Mrs. Kulkarni. <laughs> Dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's some history yeah. with the names. Yeah, yeah. What was she blabbering about? Party outside in the middle of the night and English people 
Where do you think the party was held? Ma asked her softly, now obviously a little anxious. She once again regarded the old oak tree. Her eyes narrowed. She appeared confused and distressed, turning towards the building as if she tried to make up her mind. She finally concluded it was somewhere around the large tree that one close to the cottage's bedroom window. <sighs> but then why would anyone have a party outside the cottage? That doesn't make sense. Hmm. She turned towards Ma with solid conviction. It must be outside the main building then. <sighs> Ma, Ma, she is so convinced. Yeah, Ma was getting irritated by her uh, at her persistence. I am getting irritated too. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, she's she has been there longer. Yeah, so yeah. you should just listen to yeah. her and maybe think about hmm. you know something. Yeah. <laughs> That's hmm. going on in your brain. <laughs> Mrs. Kulkarni, just think, who would arrange for a party in the lawns on a cold night? Wouldn't it be practical to have an indoor party? Yeah. That's so that's such a good point. Yeah. We have a big and delightful dining hall for this purpose. It was once meant for ballroom dancing for the British. She added with the vehemence. Besides, do you see any signs of any party here or near the tree? Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My Hindi. Yeah. The lady was stumped. Mrs. Kulkarni, your tea has gone cold. <laughs> Just drink the tea. Yeah. Let me go. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah. You are irritating. Yeah, you are so irritating. Yeah. Let me go and order a fresh one. Uh, a fresh cup of tea for you. I oh, just... Ma. I mean... You She's can't, too kind. Yeah. But you can drink the old tea. You know, yeah. servants are not meant to just always make fresh teas for you because you were idiotic enough to not finish it in time. That, that is... Yeah. I don't know. I just feel that that's a little insensitive. Yeah, she, she's good. No, please no. <laughs> don't go. She pleaded and shivered. I, I even saw a woman in the cottage in the middle of the night. She stood at the bathroom door and then was gone. Her voice trailed away. She anxiously looked at Ma to see her reaction. Ma gasped, gasped <laughs> and then decided there was no point discussing such things. She felt pity for the lady who was clearly delusional. It was... It was all a figment of her imagination through Nandi's spooky experience too, who were at the back of Ma's mind. Mm. Yeah. She then changed the topic. Make sure you have warm clothes, Mrs. Kulkarni. Mm. Thick overcoats and woolen scarves. Now I get the meaning of the title of the story, The Unfinished Party. Yeah, that just hit me. Anyways, wow, thank you. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay, where was I? Winters here are quite severe. Not receiving any response, she continued. We can meet in Shimla one day and I can help you shop for the winter essentials. Mrs. Kulkarni nodded mildly. <laughs> she is not interested in shopping or anything. Yeah, she's just, else. Yeah. she's just interested in the party. unfinished party. But summers are beautiful here. Putting her empty teacup on the table, Ma declared. And in this season, you'll f- you'll also find good cheese growing on the slopes. I don't know what that is. Yeah, there are some kind of yeah. fruit. Maybe? There are the most. They are the most expensive mushrooms. Oh. oh. You know, as costly as silver. <gasps> are they? Oh my god. I mean, it was years ago. So maybe it's more expensive yeah. now. Maybe. I have or maybe the price has decreased. 
have we just have conversations <laughs> on the most we i guess yeah that was incorrect grammar yeah we just think that anyways continue she laughed she laughed to ease the tension but realized that mrs kulkarni wasn't listening she was not <laughs> she was continuously and turning the page of the book <laughs> and anxiously surveying the surroundings you're not oh, gonna find anything she is she's in like full investigative mode at this point like a detective yeah, she's going to find something i'm mm. so sure of yeah. after spending half an hour with her when ma left to ma ma left to go back to her work the ladies was staring at the old oak utterly yeah. that tree seems to spook yeah. her a lot utterly confounded and an hour later when they were together for lunch mrs kolkarni once again broached the top the subject of the previous night's party my god mr kolkarni seconded her report of the events okay Hmm. Now hmm. we're talking. Now Ma would be like, "Oh, maybe they're both gelos." <laughs> kind of possible. Yeah, he had been very tired and sleepy. A few things had disturbed him. Firstly, it was my wife stroking my face and waking me up from my deep sleep. <laughs> That in second seems to be very frustrating yeah. for him. As if we were on a honeymoon. he coughed and then she kept tugging at my blanket he turned to smile at he turned to smile at his wife what had come upon you last night honey you never ever did that before not even when we were newly married this woman goes has a crush on mr kulkarni his wife stared at him blankly baffled and scared and embarrassed at his flagrant claims yeah yeah i mean why is he talking like that what are you saying dear i never touched you or your blanket last night i didn't even come near come near your bed not even once she then drew in her breath the night scene played on her mind yet again the appreciation the appreciation appreciation of a woman at the bathroom door staring at her there was a third unknown presence in the room she was sure now <laughs> yeah i'm sure too yeah though she had a vision of specter in her room she now assumed that talking about it might fetch her ridicule mm. except for ma nobody understood why she st- she suddenly looked terribly startled Mr Kulkarni frowned at her reaction but then went on and then there was the party going on next to the cottage people talking and other sound sounds it was past turn to be surprised yeah i am actually curious about his reaction yeah, i am also curious about his reaction he had no information about any party having been held last night and within the premises of the institute without his knowledge mm. he's like yes. a big shot so <laughs> he he proceeded with immediate investigations oh oh he's like <laughs> nothing goes on in this property without my knowledge mm. who would be a better person to begin the inquiry with then with then the night guard charku Jharku uh, Jharku is past like trusted man yeah. I think yeah yeah and I love Jharku for yeah. some reason he seems to me like <laughs> he seems like a hero to me yeah. I have no idea why I feel that okay yeah Jharku made a spontaneous appearance at past question regarding the party he did not appear baffled hmm? oh through his deepening scowl revealed his worry there was no party sahib what what sahib what sahib heard must have been the usual mysterious sounds maybe jharku has heard these sounds that thing so he is not as baffled as the others hmm. what mysterious sounds pal looked mystified 
but he he was not buying jharko's explanation hands down of course he is not he is such a skeptic yeah. but is such a skeptic oh. mr and mrs kurkarni heard sounds of a party going on outside who was holding the holding the party he repeated demanding an immediate explanation it's not going to be like that so you yeah. need to wait no one sahib charko insisted and then turned towards mr kulkarni sahib can you tell where the sound seemed to be coming from the big old tree <laughs> near the oak oak tree. according to mrs kulkarni yeah. were they were they coming from close to the large oak tree growing outside the cottage mr Kul- mr kulkarni didn't answer he was apparently unsure yeah he was he was sleeping so yeah, he, he was unsure mrs kulkarni began <laughs> straight away yeah mrs kulkarni seemed relieved <sighs> someone believes her yeah. someone believes her she smiled and nodded promptly and vigorously a few sounds came from close to the large tree next to our bedroom window she has been saying that since the beginning <laughs> okay others were distant then she looked at ma i don't know the word i told you so mr Sh- mrs sharma didn't i mm. <laughs> now she's like getting back at ma <laughs> sahib i too have heard such sounds on a few occasions they once came in a while from around the oak tree music too and english people speaking in the beginning Once I went the near oak tree, I went near the oak tree <laughs> to check what was going on. There was nothing, no one. But, but what Jharku? Pa sounded nervous. Sahib, someone unseen pushed me and said, "You need to hear this. Get out." Oh no! I now, hate this. Now everyone was staring at Jharku uneasily. That's why I That's why I prefer to stay in the veranda of the main building and seldom venture beyond it. Never in the direction of the cottage at night. And and my lantern is a big solace. Mhm. Ghosts, yeah. You want to say No, no, no. <laughs> ghosts ghosts are afraid of the fire, I think. Mrs. Kulkarni's jaw fell open. She was visibly trembling. Mr. Kulkarni had discrenably, discrenably, discrenably paled. Jharku noted none and continued. I want to warn you about it, Sahib. When the arguments, when the arrangements were being made for Mrs. Kulkarni's sahabs. stay in the cottage many people have experienced strange things mm. their mysterious encounters yeah the they they did from you thinking you wouldn't believe mm. like you didn't believe nandi sahib and balha mm. <laughs> there was a nerve-wracking silence in the room now jharku hesitated and then said sahib I have heard that now. Oh, I heard that this building used to be for the parties of the Gora Sahibs. Gora Sahibs, okay. Yeah. Gora uh, translates to white. Yeah. So white people. So the Englishmen. Britishers. <laughs> pa nodded gently and wondered, had they also buried that dead oh. here? No. Under the. old oak that could explain mm. everything thereafter mr and mrs kulkarni blindly refused to go anywhere near the cottage the brave team of jharku bishnu and a few others brought their luggage to the main building thank god thank god yeah the cottage was locked and made a redundant yeah, redundant redundant Despite just despite just a day old acquaintance Mr Kulkarni seemed the Mrs Kulkarni 
seemed the saddest to see us leave the next day. Yeah, leaving. She hugged Ma with tears streaming down her no- streaming down her cheeks. <laughs> she got so attached in the matter of two days. Yeah. Merely two months near merely two months later, Pa received an urgent letter from Mr. Kulkarni. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. He had sought his immediate transfer back to Delhi. Oh, his no, no. wife had fallen seriously ill. Oh shit. <coughs> the doctors had diagnosed it as severe depression and mental disturbance. Oh no. She had been advised an immediate change of location. Oh no. Whatever was there spooked her for her life. Yeah. My god, the strange appearances would have continued maybe. Yeah. Oh my god. The ghost wouldn't leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I just I am just so worried about her now. And I feel so sad because she was so excited to mm-hmm. be in the hills and it was basically perfect for her. And it now was a kind of like a dream vacation. Yeah, yeah. And now it was all ruined by these mm-hmm. idiotic ghosts. So yeah. They didn't like us live while they were alive and not even after they were dead. Yeah. <laughs> a big political like um yeah. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this story. Finally, we were at the end of our third story, right? Yeah, it ended. Yeah, third third story of this, uh, from this book called The Ghosts of the Silent Hills. What an amazing book. I cannot wait. The third one also, they left it in a cliffhanger. Kind of like a cliffhanger. I cannot wait to see what happens in the next story Anita Krishan you are an excellent tracker I love you yeah we love you so let's continue on our spooky ride with two more short stories mm-hmm. um, and yeah this story I actually I'm not gonna say the title. Uh, when hospital orderly, <laughs> when was hospital orderly Alan Shavri was called in for questioning by Chicago police in 1977, he knew what it was about, oh. or rather, whom it was about. Teresita Basa had also worked at Edgewater Hospital and early in 1976, Shavri had gone to her apartment and stabbed her to death before setting her on fire. My god, what a start. Yeah. (laughs) He was hoping the police didn't know anything. They knew everything. Teresita, the woman he murdered, had told them. Earlier in 1977, respiratory technician Remy Chua, who had worked with Teresita but not known her well, saw the dead woman loitering about the hospital's hospital employees' lounge. Soon thereafter, a distinct change came over Remy. She started displaying strange mannerisms and following routines that were not her own. She became distinct, sometimes seeming to almost be in a trance. She would sing songs she didn't know, then deny singing them or even saying anything. The strange events grew worse until one day when Remy fell back on her bed and spoke to her family. Family in Teresita's voice. My goodness. Remy's husband, Joe, was a doctor and Teresita mainly addressed him, begging him to go to the police. She had plenty of information. She named Shavari and had Joe write down various items he had stolen from her apartment. 
and the names and phone numbers of relatives who could confirm that the item were hers oh. all the police were understandably skeptical they brought shavri in and watched his alibi crumble as karisika's relatives pointed her valuables which police had indeed found in shavri's home He subsequently confessed and was convicted of her murder. Remy Chua had never had has never had another such experience. Despite the accuracy of her information and the case's appearance on unsolved mysteries in 1996, no one has ever been able to explain how it happened or why it happened to her. My god. Oh, oh my god. We have a picture of um Garcia. Oh, is so cute. We'll put that on our put that up on our Instagram and YouTube you can you can see it. <laughs> you do <tell me>. it. <laughs> Anyways, oh my gosh. Oh. This is scary, but again, this this was so necessary that it happened because i don't know how he got away from her from the murder in the first place yeah. because i don't know why there wasn't any inquiry held mm-hmm. before and she had to like literally come as come back as a ghost to prove that she was murdered I think police during that era were just not mm. that vigilant and we've mm. had such stories yeah, multiple times multiple times yeah so we understand that but anyways i just feel like such reckless behavior should not continue in the future yeah she's <laughs> yeah. bashing the police yeah, i am uh anyways yeah oh my gosh karasika han i am just so just uh, oh my goodness The Hellbound Heart. Oh. Very interesting. Ma- <laughs> On March 16, 1995, Terry Cottle shot and killed himself in the bathroom of the home he shared with his wife Cheryl. Oh my god. There had been arguments. Okay. There had been all there had always been arguments and thre- and Terry had tre- threatened himself with a gun just months before Cheryl heard the shot from the other side of the room after watching her husband enter the bathroom with a 22 and I don't know yeah she, yeah she heard him gasp help me i am dying and then he was gone it fired a single round into his brain the only possible silver lining was that terry 33 had been in good physical condition and an organ donor terry's heart saved the life of 57 year old sony graham who had contracted an incurable virus of the heart a year earlier in 1996 Sony wrote a letter of appreciation to Terry's widow and through the donor procure pro, procurement agency had advised against contact they decided to meet oh and when they did Sony fell intestine instantly in love with the widow of the man whose heart now beat in his chest I felt like I had known her for years. I couldn't keep my eyes off her. Sony told a newspaper in 2006. They were both married at the same time, but within a few years both had divorced and they moved in together in 2001. It was a rocky relationship just like Cheryl and Terry's. had been but they eventually married in 2004 what are they doing like yeah. marrying and marrying marrying four years later with no indication that anything was seriously amiss 
Sony, Sony's life ended the same way Terry's did. No way! Suicide by gunshot. The heartbeat that had, the heart that had beat on for twelve years of borrowed time stopped <sighs> beating for good. Stopped beating for going <laughs> because no one else would yeah. die like that. Oh my gosh, that was. He seemed fine. Something is wrong with the heart. Or maybe Fuck. his ghost killed him. I have. Yeah, questions and things running in my mind. So one, either some some entity came over Terry, which killed him, and probably the same entity came over uh, the other Sony. And then secondly, what if Terry is Sony? What I was going to say is, what if Kerry now knows that oh, sorry, he, huh? Sony has been dating or marrying yeah, his so former wife. He's coming for a revenge. Yeah. I don't know. That seems unlikely, but right. that's just one. Like another theory. We just go yeah. too far sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you have your theories, let us know. Uh, on YouTube in the comments down below and all for the other listeners we're going to put something up on our Instagram yeah uh, make sure that you tune in if our internet works by then <laughs> <laughs> which again it seems a little bit unlikely anyways oh my gosh oh my God. Like, this was so mind-boggling yeah and <laughs> we haven't had a story like that in a while yeah which like makes us think whoo So, so guys, we have some sad um, news. We don't have a gag joke. I don't know if I'm sad or happy. I'm sad. <laughs> I am <I'm> happy. <laughs> because uh, because obviously our internet has been down. Um, so we couldn't find one. We yeah. thank God that we found the stories in time, <laughs> and I'm so glad that you forgot yeah. the gag joke. So. <laughs> I'm not glad. I am glad. No, I'm not. Um. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll just leave you on that mm. note. Again, thank you thank so you. so much for listening to us. Um. It's it's really really means a lot yeah. to us. You have no idea. It means <laughs> the absolute world. Yeah. And yeah. If again, if you have been hit by the cyclone, please stay safe. Um and yeah, there's another cycle. Hopefully you have internet. Yeah, hopefully you have internet. That's better than us. There's another cyclone that is going to hit cyclone. Bay of Bengal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the name. So yeah. the people living in the Kolkata area, in please, please stay, stay safe. safe and stay indoors. Yeah, stay and yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we'll you. see you in our next episode with a new story mm-hmm. and some gag jokes. Hopefully. <laughs> we should, I think we will, you, you, I am giving you the, you know, the freedom to have like more than five. If more you than want. five. Yeah, if you okay. want. Because since we had like none in this one. It's your call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you seem exactly Let's see yeah. if I can find that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.